You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 195. We are reading the entire book of Jonah today, all four chapters. I will be doing a detailed introduction in one moment, and we're also continuing in the book of Romans. And we heard at the end of Romans chapter 1 that people have sinned greatly through both idolatry and sexual sin. And now in chapter 2, Paul says, hey, don't judge them. Nobody could be a judge. And then he talks about the real judge, God, and what's going to happen on Judgment Day. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. The Book of Jonah, an Introduction The Book of Jonah is grouped with other Old Testament books of prophecy, but it is not a prophecy. It is a story about the prophet Jonah and the trouble he has doing what God wants him to do. As a prophet, Jonah's job was to speak for God, but Jonah did not want that job that God gave him. The problem was Jonah's hate towards other nations. Jonah represents any Israelite who failed to understand God's love for all people. God had a message he wanted Jonah to deliver to the city of Nineveh, the capital city of Assyria. But Jonah was not willing to do this. Jonah hated the whole nation of Assyria. He hated its rulers, its people, and everything about it. That is why Jonah refused to do what God wanted. So God gave Jonah a terrifying experience with a huge fish to make him think again about obeying. Then, after saving him from certain death, God gave Jonah another chance. Jonah obeyed this time. He went to Nineveh and told God's message to the people there. And the people listened. They showed how sorry they were for the evil they had done, and they prayed to God to save them. But Jonah's feelings about the people of Nineveh did not change. He still hated them. And now he was also angry that God did not destroy the city. So God taught Jonah another lesson. This time, he used a fast-growing plant. Jonah's story is about his whale-sized hatred for the people of Nineveh. But it is also about God's even bigger love for all his creation. It is about Jonah's pride and refusal to listen to God. It is also about second chances. The book of Jonah tells about God's love for all people, and it teaches us that he continually corrects those he loves. Jonah chapter 1. The Lord spoke to Jonah, son of Amittai. Get ready and go to the big city of Nineveh. Tell the people I have heard about the evil things they do. Tell them I am ready to punish them. 
But Jonah did not go to Nineveh. Instead, he went the opposite way, to run away from the Lord. He went to Joppa and found a boat that was going to the faraway city of Tarshish. Jonah paid for the trip and got on the boat with those going to Tarshish. He was hoping to escape from the Lord. But the Lord sent a powerful wind down on the sea that caused a terrible storm. The storm was so bad that the boat was ready to break apart. The sailors were very afraid and began praying to their own gods. To make the boat lighter, they began throwing the cargo into the sea. Jonah had gone down into the boat to lie down, and he was now asleep. When the captain of the boat found Jonah, he said, This is no time to sleep. Get up. Pray to your God. Maybe your God will hear your prayer and save us. Then the men said to each other, We should cast lots and let our gods show us who caused this terrible storm. So the men cast lots, and the lots pointed to Jonah. The men said to Jonah, You must be the one who has caused this terrible storm. Who are you, and what is your business here? Where do you come from? What country? Who are your people? Jonah said to them, I am a Hebrew. I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the land and the sea. Jonah told the men he was running away from the Lord. They were really afraid when they heard this. They asked Jonah, Why did you do such a thing? The wind and the waves were getting stronger and stronger. So the men said to Jonah, How can we save ourselves? What should we do with you to make the sea calm? Jonah said, I know I did wrong. That's why... You were caught in this terrible storm. So throw me into the sea, and the sea will become calm. Instead, the men tried to row the ship back to the shore, but they could not do it. The storm was getting even stronger than before. So the men cried to the Lord, Please, Lord, and don't punish us for throwing this man overboard. If he is innocent, please don't make us pay for taking his life. Of course, you are the Lord, so you always do whatever you want. Then the men picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea. The storm stopped, and the sea became calm. When the men saw this, they began to fear the Lord. They offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made promises to him. As for Jonah, the Lord had a big fish ready in the water to swallow him, and Jonah was in the stomach of the fish for three days and three nights. Jonah chapter 2 While Jonah was in the stomach of the fish, he prayed to the Lord his God, I cried out to the Lord about my troubles, and he answered me. From deep down in the place of death, I screamed for help, and you heard my voice. You threw me into the deepest water, into the bottomless sea. A flood of water swirled around me. I 
was buried under your powerful waves. I thought, you don't want me near you anymore. Will I ever see your holy temple again? The water was up to my neck. The deep sea surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. I was at the bottom of the sea, the place where mountains begin. I thought I was locked in this prison forever, but the Lord, my God, took me out of my grave. God, you gave me life again. I felt my life slipping away. But then I remembered you, Lord, and there in your holy temple you heard my prayer. People who worship helpless idols have turned their backs on the one who could help them. But I will offer sacrifices to you and lift my voice to thank you. I will keep all my promises to you. Only the Lord can save. Then the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah out onto dry land. Jonah chapter 3 Then the Lord spoke to Jonah again. Go to that big city of Nineveh and tell them what I tell you. So this time Jonah obeyed the Lord and went to Nineveh. Nineveh was a huge city. It was so big that it took three days to walk through it. Jonah spent his first day there, walking towards the center of the city. He announced to the people, In forty days, Nineveh will be destroyed! The people of Nineveh believed this message from God. They decided to go without food for a time and wear rags to show how sorry they were. All the people in the city did this, from the richest to the poorest. When the king of Nineveh heard about this, he left his throne, took off his robe, put on rags, and sat in the dirt. The king sent a message to every part of the city. A command from the king and his officials. For a short time, no person or animal should eat anything. No herd or flock will be allowed in the fields. Nothing living in Nineveh will eat or drink water. Everyone must cover themselves and their animals with rags to show their sorrow. They must cry out to God as loud as they can. They must change the terrible ways they have acted. They must stop being cruel to each other. Who knows? Maybe God will stop being angry. Maybe he will change his mind and we will not be destroyed. God saw what the people did. He saw that they stopped doing evil. So God changed his mind and did not do what he had planned. He did not punish the people. Jonah chapter 4 What God did made Jonah very angry. So he complained to the Lord. He prayed. Listen, Lord, I knew this would happen. 
This is what I said even before I left home. That's why I decided to run away to Tarshish. Yes, I knew then that you are a god who is kind and merciful, but you are patient and loving and willing to change your mind about punishing people. So just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather die than live. Then the Lord said, Do you think it is right for you to be angry? Jonah went out to a place east of the city. He made a shelter for himself and sat there in its shade, waiting to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord God made a plant grow beside Jonah. It grew quickly and was soon over his head, shading him from the sun's heat. Jonah was very happy to have this plant. The next morning, God sent a worm that started eating the plant. It died. As the sun rose higher, God caused a hot east wind to blow. The sun beat down on Jonah's head, and he was about to pass out. He just wanted to die. He said, I'd rather die than live. But God said to Jonah, Are you really so upset about that plant? Jonah answered, Yes, I would rather die than feel the way I do right now. The Lord said, You did nothing for that plant. You did not make it grow. It grew up in the night, and the next day it died. And now you are upset about it. If you can be upset over a plant, surely I can feel sorry for a big city like Nineveh. There are more than 120,000 people there who don't know right from wrong, just like the many animals that are there as well. Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. You cannot judge others. So do you think you can judge those other people? You are wrong. You too are guilty of sin. You judge them, but you do the same things they do. So when you judge them, you are really condemning yourself. God is right to punish all who do such things, but since you do the same things as those people you judge, surely you understand that God will punish you too. How could you think you would be able to escape his judgment? God has been kind to you. He has been very patient, waiting for you to change. But you think nothing of his great kindness. Maybe you don't understand that God is kind to you so that you will change your heart and life. But you are so stubborn. You refuse to change, so you are making your own punishment greater and greater. You will be punished on that day when God will show his anger, the day everyone will see God judge people fairly. He will reward or punish everyone for what they have done. Some people never tire of doing good. They live for glory and honor from God and for life that cannot be destroyed. God will give eternal life to them, but others, only what supports their own interests. So they reject what is right and choose to do what is wrong. They will suffer God's angry judgment. Trouble and suffering will come to everyone who does evil, to the Jews first, and also to those who are not Jews. But glory, honor, and peace will come to everyone who does good, to the Jews first, and also to those who are not Jews. 
God judges everyone the same, no matter who they are. So people who have the law and those who have never heard of the law are all the same when they sin. People who don't have the law and are sinners will be destroyed. And in the same way, those who have the law and are sinners will be judged guilty by the law. After all, just hearing the reading of the law does not make people right with God. Only those who do what the law says will be right before him. Well then, think about those who are not Jews and did not grow up with the law. When they do what the law commands, they are examples of the law, even though they don't have the written law. They show that in their hearts, they know what is right and wrong as the law commands and their consciences agree. But sometimes their thoughts tell them that they have done wrong or even that they have done right. This is how it will be on the day when God judges all the things people keep secret. And the way I tell the good news, God will do this through Christ Jesus. Psalm chapter 85, verses 1 through 7. For the music director, a psalm from the Korah family. Lord, you have been so kind to your land. You have brought success again to the people of Jacob. You have forgiven the bad things your people did. You have taken away the guilt of their sins. Salah, you stopped being angry with them. Your terrible anger has gone away. Our God and Savior, make us as strong as we were before. And don't be angry with us anymore. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger reach to our children and to their children? Please, give us new life. Make your people happy to be yours. Lord, save us and show us your love. Thank you, everyone. That was day 195. Join us for day 196. We will begin the book of Amos, and I'll be giving a detailed introduction to the book. And in the book of Romans, Paul continues the discussion on the law, and this time he focuses on the Jews and how they are to view the law now, with Jesus being the new covenant. And what does it mean to be a true Jew? We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.